Welcome everybody. Welcome to three or three. We are here again with um, two, three, three of us, not two of us, three of us, three fantastic people. Actually, two plus one. So I don't know if I'm the plus one or not. But Stoogie, how you doing? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. How about yourself? How are you? Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I've got warmth and it's cold outside, so I suppose that's a good thing. That's good. All right. Um, Noki, how are you? Yeah, 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 I'm fantastic. I'm sitting here patting that. the doggo and just kicking back. It's fantastic. I hear that you're house sitting. Yeah, I'm currently house sitting. My mother is enjoying a life in America, so I'm uh, currently away from Hannah, so she's uh, enjoying being able to enjoy the whole bed right. while I have to share a bed with the dog. Right. Well, it makes sense that it's for your mother because otherwise I wasn't sure who was going to trust you with their house. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, that's the problem we live with. Yeah, it is. It is. Interesting topic tonight, guys, but I'm going to get heated on this one. I don't want to get heated on this. I want people to understand something about it. So I'm going to give a preface to this, okay? Because I, I think people need to know where I'm coming from before I get abused for this one. Because what I'm <laughs> going to say is very, very controversial. Um, I have been involved and I have coached women's soccer for over 20 years. I have coach some of the most amazing young women that um, I've met and um, unfortunately I have watched them go through a terrible system of discrimination and a terrible system of you know not when the boys so therefore getting you know things like I've, I've seen where football clubs have cancelled the women's game but not cancelled the men's game or they moved the women's game and not moved the men's game or they moved the women's game so the men's game could go and play on that field um, I've seen money allocations being completely, I've, I've seen it all, you know, and it's probably why I got away from it was because I just could not get ahead of it at all. I coached at a school level for such a long time and, um, absolutely loved that. And I loved all the, all those, um, all the players I had that were fantastic. I have great contact with them all now and all their careers, um, pretty much got cut off pretty early because of politics within it and just the way they're getting treated as uh, young sportswomen so i am I, I hate people who say this because it's not really a number but i'm a million percent behind women's football women's soccer a million percent and anybody who knows me over that lifetime will know that that number is not an exaggeration it's actually real and so this is why i i needed to to say that because i'm pissed off with women's world cup i'm i i don't get it and i don't get the rules in which they're put in place and how it helps it in all the soccer which i've been coaching both men's and women's i have never ever taken notice or cared about referees being male or, or female we've got we've had so many female referees in the sport that um and, and it's fantastic and i've never walked on a field and went oh look there's a female referee i've i've just gone up and i've shaken the hands of the female referees and the male referees just because i call them referees i don't i don't care who they are i've watched many games of soccer at high levels where i've seen the women's referees on the sidelines touches in the box or on the middle of the field and never have i made or even heard any of people that i go to soccer with or whatever make a discriminatory comment against a female 
referee in any which way. They've abused referees, but that's part of the game. As far, I mean, as far as targeting them because of women. Never seen it. This call by the Women's World Cup to have only women's referees. Only, right? When the Men's World Cup has the best referees, not male, not female, but the world's best referees. But then when you come and do the Women's World Cup, you say women only. Surely that's hurting the game. Surely you're saying you're not good enough for the best. We're going to give you the women's referees. We're going to give you the best women's referees. But if this is actually the World Cup, if this is really the pinnacle of sport and one of the big pinnacles of women's sports in the world, surely the best people refereeing it does not matter if they're male or female. Surely it's if you're just going to put it down to... And I'll put it the other way too when the men's... World Cup, if they had a thing where they said men only, then they are going to be losing quality referees who are women as Im- well. Imagine the backlash. Holy smokes. The backlash would be incredible. It would be the most... I don't get it. And here's the thing which got me so angry the other night when I was when I was looking this up because I was watching a video and I was actually realised that I am actually wrong about this in the women's... They do actually allow male referees do you know where they let the male referees where the male referees are in the game is it the um vor or whatever it is or the bosses yeah yeah the ones the so the women's referees are on show but the ones hidden around hidden behind the corner behind the curtain making the calls from the microphone they are actually the world's best referees and they happen to be males but they're not on. They're not out there on the field. They're actually just in the mics, tell and and telling the women, referees, what to do in terms of hard decisions, tough decisions, you know. And and I just think that's just an absolutely. I think that's just hurt, that just hurts the game, even more and more. Why can't there be men referees out there and have women referees in charge like they did two weekends ago in one of, one of the um, A-League games where they had the people, the VAR people were women referees. Absolutely fine. No one cares. Like really nobody cares. And yet there's a situation where the women are out there all mic'd up running around field, but the VAR people is sitting behind... They're actually, you know, they do call all the shots. They do talk in people's ears. They do override decisions. And they're all males. And they're all males lined up in a room. And I just, I just think that's just the worst thing for women's sport. But my main point is, if it's the World Cup, you know, you, what other sport does that? Like, for the women's surfing world, and I've checked this out, women's surfing league, etc. they don't have women judges. They have the world's best judges there which whether they're male or female doesn't matter yeah they which are by the way male and female but they have those same female judges on the males because no one cares no one no one says this is going to be a thing so we're going to make this happen nobody does this and yet they're doing this for uh the premier league stuff um, as well, that with apparently in England, they start to do a mantra thing where the referees are female referees for the female games, and they're saying it's to inspire 
young women to be referees. They don't need inspiring. I, I see them at the games. They do a great job. In actual fact, there are many games. And Stooge, you know from from me coaching and you, and you playing, we had many referees, particularly young girls, which yeah, are referees. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and they were actually a lot. We actually had quite a lot, a lot of young ones too. Like in some instances, we had only referees, which are women, young girls. Yeah, and yeah. And, and we're talking about all age, you know, all age guys with big guts and and beards and that running around, and they were absolutely fine, and they were shown the biggest amount of respect. Um, as you know, as they normally would, and you know, some of those girls, who knows where they are now? They're probably, hopefully, they're still doing refereeing somewhere. But I just think if you're going to say this is the best games in the world, this is the best league in the world, um, and we're going to put this big spectacle on to show how amazing it is, and it is absolutely fantastic. You've got all these women playing football like this. I think Australia's doing a fantastic job of hosting that. If you're going to do that, then put the world's best referees up there. And look, I'm happy to have a concession that. You know that that they put more women in than normal. I'm happy. Like if that's the concession, then I'm I'm happy to do that as well. But it doesn't. You shouldn't just wipe out all of them there straight away because what you're going to get is what's it's created. And I've seen a fair bit of stuff on this about social media where people are saying, you know, the whole thing. Oh, imagine if if the men's World Cup banned women from refereeing. Yeah, it's just. I mean, that's that's yeah. a fair comment. That's a very fair comment, you know, and people getting angry about it. So I just think it's a, a step backwards in in regards to to pushing it forward for them. I, I think I think if they're the best, they're the best footballers in the world. They they happen to be women. It's women's teams. Women things. That's fine. There's no touchies involved. Like it's not like you know what I mean. There's no breaking up. Yeah. You know, no. For example, I'm. I believe, and I, I, I could be wrong on the rules here because I don't know rules. But when women boxing fights and um, uh, UFC women fights, they don't have women referees, do they? I don't think so. I think they just use the best, which is the best because it's a generally a male-dominated, very yeah. much male-dominated sport. And that's got touchy, becoming touchy, more you know? so female, you know, orientated yeah. as well. But, but at the current time, the best referees are males. Yeah, I don't understand and if, if it was touchy. If there's a female referee that steps up. It, Good on her. Let her in, like yeah. as long as she's good. You know, there's no dramas yeah. with that. But I mean, if there's no touch, if there's touchies happening, like that is, mm-hmm. if there's some reason why the male referee or or the referee has to touch and interact, sh- sure. But a referee never in a football game, soccer game, a referee never touches or is touched by a player. They no. don't get in and do stuff like that. It's not what they do. You know, I think. I just think I just I I really think it just hurts their thing. I think they should I think they should have the best referee. I don't, I don't know who the best referee in the world is, but whoever the best referee in the world is right now, or the best whoever the best three referees are right now, they should be doing the World Cup Women's Final, right? That that's what they should be male doing. or female. Male literally or female. doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it, it could be three females as long as as long as however they they gauge the best, they should be there, and. And yeah. that that's just that's what I just I don't understand. I I feel that's a bit sad for, I I feel like it's a bit of a token gesture thing and um takes it away mm. from the real spectacle of the game of, of of you know athletes and and players. Yeah. yeah. What what do you think? I'll I'll have, I'll have my comment and it's straight up the guts. Short and sweet. Go ahead. Double standards. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Well, I'll back onto that. So um, when I saw this topic come up prior to the podcast, I was like, I actually don't know. I did not know that. I had no idea that it was just female reps. And I was like, oh, I'm going to look into this. So it was a rule they brought in in 95. Yeah. So it have been around for a while. And I yeah. was like, oh, why? Yeah. And the, the way they've justified it is like, it's uh, not because of not many women refereeing in big matches opposed to men. So they're trying to like lift them up. Well, are we now at a stage where we've got plenty of really good female referees and plenty of really good male referees that we, we go down the pathway of, do we just have a 50, 50 split? Like, do we, do we go down this pathway where it's fair for everyone and we have our best people put forward? My argument like, is I don't care about the, I don't care if the male or female. It's the World Cup, the best. Yeah, you have the best of the best. Right. People prove that they're, they're, they're the best. What's like, good there's, enough there's for the men's is good enough for the women's. So, so what's best for the men's is the best for the women's. If the, the referees for the World Cup for men's, they, they should be the same people almost, depending on you know the time frame, et cetera, and if they're still good enough, could could be the same referees they have. They do that in, in tennis with the women's final. They don't have <laughs> women's referees for that. They have the best chair umpire for for the main matches etc you know and, and that's whoever it is and it just the best needs to be there for the best these are the best athletes in the world in their their group they need the best referees there not a sympathy vote i, I, I just i think it's a simple change makes it fair for everyone if yeah. this is the top league of the sport so that we can see the best of the best playing we should have the best of the best on the field Refereeing, the best yep. of the best behind the VAR, yep. the best of the best support staff. Yeah, we are talking World Cup, not talking about down the road. Yeah, we're talking World Cup. Like yep. down the road, I like, just want to see every ref being able to have a go. No, like, okay, so they're not the best ref, but so let's get them in there so they learn. That's the difference, Knock. If you go to the football on the weekend, you'll see plenty of women referees out there and they're just refereeing. Like, they're doing an amazing job and they're, they're just out there doing it. Yeah. So, 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 so the rule's not there. The, the, that rule's not there. It's it's just it's the rules just for this. It's and for for the this big pinnacle thing of sport. It's not there for casual gaming down the road. Um, for those things, where to be honest, it's probably where you want it more because that's more it's more rougher. It's where you got people on the sidelines yelling out stuff. You know what I mean? You got all that sort of stuff. So, and uh, that no security. There's no um. Like there's yeah. nothing in the way you can run straight on the field yeah. as well. That, that's where the rules would make. I don't, I like, I don't want those rules there either, but that's where it'd make more sense. Right. Yep. But yeah, it's just let, let the best be refereed by the best. And it is a time of change. It's been quite a bit of time. It's been yeah. what? 20, 20. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not, I'm not shitting on the current refs I've got now either, by the way. I haven't, I've watched a lot of games and I have not seen any bad refereeing. So I'm not actually having a go at the referees currently either. I think they're doing a very good job. And, and I hope from this that those referees then go on to, I hope I see them in the EPL and I hope I see them in the Champions League and I hope that they will have the same ability to be the referee at the, the Champions League finals. And I, and I hope this is a nice platform for them. But I think 
the best thing would be also a lot of these referees are young which are female because like you said they're all young into it where a lot of the referees for the world cup are older they've been doing it for 20 years that experience of having a hundred thousand people yell at you at the same time etc it'd be great to have that. some of these men working with these women as mentors but mentors on the field not mentors as in i'm going to go hide in the back room and i'll talk in your ear but mentors actually on the field as you know so they're not hiding, you know, because that's the worst thing to have is a, is have, in my opinion, the having the male hidden and telling the female is just wrong. I hate that, you know. It's, I, and I think people having that, whether whether that was whoever set it up, it's it's straight up just an insult to the females as well. Like it's yeah, it's like it's whether I don't I assume I'm going to assume the 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 ladies the females didn't want that but it's happening i don't know i'd assume that they don't have enough i'm gonna make a silly assumption here and that is i don't think they have enough yes quite possible they don't have enough you know if you look at all the games and all the quality referees at that high level maybe they don't have enough women high enough at that level and i'm hoping that's the only reason i hoping it's not a reason of well we need these males in there because they're the best actually one of the guys doing it did actually did a world cup i think he did a number of world cup games and you know they, they, they were mentioning them and that's nothing too they were mentioning who all the var male referees were and that never gets done ever they never talk about they, they talk about who would be the box they might throw a name up but they're kind of emphasizing in the game i was watching in terms of you know that's right oh he he's this referee and he refereed in the 20, uh, 2020 World Cup, etc., or twenty whatever World Cup it was, and um, has great experience on his hand. I'm like, is the guy in the box out the back? You know, the the referee is. And look, I'm an old fashioned person. I believe the people on the field are the referees. I don't like the guys in the in the box, no matter who they are. I like to see the referee hold it. And and I will say this, I like I do. The referees, I think, have done a very good job. I'm not saying they should be replaced for any reason. I'm just saying the rule itself is just a silly rule. It should be the mm. best people are refereeing and that's it. And and if we're going to do this thing in terms of equity in sports and stuff like that, then that's where we start with it. By It should be they have equal opportunity to be that person and to be that opportunity to, to be the best and they can be. And if they earn it via their equal rights to get in and, and be involved, then sure, they can be there. I'd be very happy to watch the World Cup for men's and I have three referees, which are female. I mean, I'm going to abuse them anyway. It's, yeah. You know what we I mean? We abuse referees equally, referees regardless of gender. There are three teams in football. There's your team, there's the op- opposition, and there's the referees, and that's how it works. And uh, the referees either on your side because you're winning, or you hate them because they're on the other team's side. That's just the way football works. Yeah, I will say this, but um, Sue should say this. I've I've had a couple, quite a few encounters with referees in my coaching days, and um, I must admit that when I come across a female referee, I'm much more placid. I'm much more yes. respectful. I actually am. And that's because I'm just very respectful to, I hope to be, I hope to, to be extremely respectful to women when they're um in, in any position. And so, so 
if there's a male referee down the sideline or something saying something, I'd actually like, you know, do your job or you know what I mean? Or do you want me to help you that? Do you want me to hold that for you? Or, But if there's a happens to be a female referee there, I'll actually keep my mouth shut and be more respectful. So I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a thing I am. I've got. So I just think that's something that just needs to change. Um, there's other things about the Women's World Cup. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think Matilda's are going so fantastic and it's great for sport in this country. It's great for young women um, in in not just um, football, but just young women in sport in general, just to see, you know, the stage. You know, 75,000 people last night to, to watch them, which is absolutely phenomenal, and to get the win. And hopefully they can go all the way. And... Um, and I like I'd like to change the game of women's fo- uh, women's football all up. I, I I think some changes would help them. That most most sports for women's sports have rules changed in terms of um, you know distance covered and things like that happening. I, I think there's some things that we can do to make the game better suit women's football. But um, I actually yeah I'm really enjoying. I think it's a fantastic opportunity there for it. So. Yeah, that's just my pet peeve. Sorry if I've offended anybody out there. Maybe I haven't. Nah. No. Nah. It's fair. It's fair. Definitely, definitely let's see more women out there in those roles. But let's let's make sure it's not a token thing. Yeah, I think that's what it, it's like almost like it's 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 like a token thing. It's this needs to be yeah. If this is the best of the best, then you should get the best of the best in all scenarios and all aspects of it. Not you get the best of the best and then average in some parts. I think people see through token things anyway. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I think that's something which, um, which is just so, yeah. I, I think people can recognise things like that and say, "Oh my god, yeah, you know, we know why they're there." And I, I think that's the problem. I, I don't want to see that there. Those, um, and you know what? I don't know anything about them either. So, you know, I'd like. That would be nice if we actually knew more about these referees because um, I actually don't know much about them myself. It's just, um, yeah, from what I know. All righty, moving on. This one's going to be kind of like a bit of a sentimental one. I'll start with this. Um, it's about friendships changing. This comes up so much um, in my job in terms of um, particular the you know, age group 16 to 18-year-olds and how friendships um um change and how you know high school friendships are not the same so um the question is really about to to you three and it's really about oh you two sorry and me it's about i suppose just sharing the thing that it's okay that friendships change from my perspective it's okay that friendships change after school and that um you get in you, you keep some but but you also lose some and and from this is from my perspective and i suppose from school um my school days then my friends are like my my best friend um in school was my girlfriend who's now my wife so yes i've kept that and then one of my best my best mate um which some of you guys know on stream is was actually not really a friend of mine at school but was the uh, brother of one of my best friends so i haven't spoke to the brother for a long time but i've spoke but i but the other person's become my best friend apart from that there's people i see 
occasionally, but I've just formed new friendships and moved on with it. And, and it's, it's okay. Life's changed and, you know, everything's changed from having children to lifestyle changes to moving areas and etc. It's just life and it happens. So looking back now and I'm, I'm almost 50. So if I look back at school, which was 30 years ago, yeah, there's only like a couple people in my life, which was in my life when I was, when I was 20 and, and I'm not sure. I think a lot of people are just like, Oh yeah. How do I, how do I get new friends? Well, am I going to get new friends? You just do it. Just, Life takes you a new path. What do you think, guys? I think, Stooch, I think you you had a little bit about this. I have a little bit about this, that's for sure. Because we're we're a bit younger, we're close in age. Yeah. Like we've been through the same school as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Friendship groups that were probably close to one another, but not the exact same one. So we might yeah. have some a lot of mutual friends. Yeah, a lot of mutual friends on the way. So, I don't know. Do you want to take it away first or do you want me to? I'll let you. I'll let you. All right. Well, I think from from where I was in school, like I had a reasonably sized friendship group. We were all semi-close, but we're all beginning relationships in a lot of ways, like leading into more of an adult sort of relationship and and work and all that. And I know for a fact that, like, out of my group of, like, well, let's, I'll throw a number out like some like 12 people that we all used to hang out with, probably more. I see probably four of them now. If anything. Like I I can blame it on um you know work, I can blame it on um you know life and all that, but you you grow apart. You have different interests when you start uni or TAFE or full-time employment. You have different uh, like views on the world, and you don't really see that until you you leave the bubble of school. And for me, like it was a growing point. Like I, I sometimes look back and go, "Oh, I'd love to reach out to them." And I have in the past, and then I've sort of gone, "Actually, you know what? I'm I'm better off not holding a massive friendship with you." Mm. <laughs> Yeah. You're not actually that worth it. We don't glue like we did in school. It's probably because we're not having to sit together. And then, like, forward that on to, like, the, the four guys. And they're all guys, actually, that I'll, I'll hang out with. Like, we're all very close. And we might only see each other once or twice a year. It's usually a barbecue or something or some sort of birthday for one of the kids or whatever. And they're some of the best times that we have. We all catch up or, you know... It's like a, it's like we just seen each other the other day, yeah. and that that is a lot more meaningful to me. And it even happened at uni. Like I had a few close friends in uni. I was hanging out with them. You know, you go 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 on the bender or whatever. And then when I finished uni, it was like, oh, I see them in like might see them in passing and be like, oh hey, it's been ages. But I don't go out of my way to catch up with them. And it's not like I don't regret it. I, I'm very happy with the life I have now. I'm very happy with the group of friends. Like you guys on here, like I, I, I love being able to just come in here. We, 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 you know, talk smack and whatever else, you know, hang out, play games. And that it's like a nice comforting zone. We all just get along. And I don't know. I, I'm very happy with where I'm at. It's sad. It, it's sad when you actually come to the realization because it takes a bit to come to the realization too. 
Yeah. I think yeah. that's what a lot of young people don't realize is it comes, it, 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 you have that realization suddenly where it's like, oh crap, I don't have these people around me. I haven't spoken to this person yeah. in two years. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and so um, flies, right? But in that mutual. regard, you're like, oh shit, I, I just spoke to him last week. And then you think about it. No, it was actually last month. No way. It was actually three months ago. Yeah, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, I haven't spoken to them since Christmas. And, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, you know, it does, doesn't it? And at the same time, you you got to look back and be like, I'm not the only one. Like, I, I, yeah. I'm not the one that's at fault here. We're, but we yeah. both are. We, we, we've both moved away from... Well, I, I'm at fault there. I don't, I don't chase. I, I, I'm at fault. That's If I had to look at... I think it's one of my best flaws, my best, sorry, features of me as a person. But I know pretty much everybody disagrees and says it's one of my biggest flaws, and that is I don't I don't chase. Um, if people want to be in my life, then that's cool. Then you'll contact me, and I'll contact you, and we'll contact each other back and forward. But... And, you know, if I don't hear from you and I make I say hi and then I have a conversation and then you don't respond and then I might do it one more time, but, you know, I, I'm not going to chase. I, I, I don't. I'm like, okay, if, if I'm not in your thoughts when you just want to make a conversation or say something and it's gone a month or two, then that's a decision you're made. And, and yeah, people, like, I don't, I don't fight, have fights with people or um disagreements with people i just stop talking to them just because a lot of it's because of me because i just don't chase i'm just like okay that's obviously you know you haven't made an effort to contact me so um i've made efforts to contact you but i won't i won't do it very often i like you know that, that's just the way i am so i'm definitely in the same boat there like i don't percent. yeah I don't, I don't have the uh, like in a lot of ways, and I, I feel like it can be a little bit selfish. I don't have the time to chase uh, people that I like. You know, don't want to continue a conversation with me, so I'm not yeah. going to. And I'm okay um, with it. I'm just like, that's it. Oh, like, I'm okay with it. I'm not bitter about it. I'm not angry with yeah. it. Okay. Because they, they're just as busy half yeah. the time. If not, you know, they, they've got their own life to live, and yeah. I, I don't chase. Like, there's, uh, you know, one of the guys that um, I went to school with pretty sure he was in your year Sturge yeah. um who the reason we like became mates again and you know talk and it's been like ages since we've seen each other in person but we we keep in regular contact now is because he suddenly joined my guild and wow and I had we had no idea that we knew each other until suddenly we we're like just talking smack and I was talking smack about Newcastle I was like oh I live there and I was like oh yeah fair enough I know exactly and, who you're talking about. <laughs> exactly who I'm talking about. I'm not going to dox him here. But, <laughs> and it was genuinely like, we were just talking smack. And I think it was like three weeks later, I brought something else up. He's like, oh, yeah, I went there. And I was like, oh, shit, really? Like, and we, like, yeah, oh, crap. We know each other. Like, we, yeah. we went to school with one another and we would spoken in school, but we weren't mates. Yeah. And now we're, 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 you know, we're mates. We talk yeah. a lot. We uh, you know, play games together. You know what I'm and, sorry, keep going. Yeah, keep going. No, that's pretty much where I'm ending it, actually. So you know what I'm actually pretty proud of that I'm I'm pretty good at doing, and that's rekindling friendships, because I don't really have a grudge on people on stuff like that. So if if someone just pops in after four years and say, yeah, hey Jay, how you doing? Sorry, man, it's been a long time, but you know what's been what's happening. I'm like, hey, 
and that's it. I, I'm back on it. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't, I'm not one of these people, like I said, I don't chase, but I also don't ch- shut the door either. It's just like, I let it go, but when someone else comes back in and I know somebody I'm, I'm meeting up with um, early next week and I haven't spoke to them um, for about three years and um, they they read one of my posts that I did and just decided that they wanted to chat and so they sent me a message and said hey how you doing i know we have chats so sorry you know being busy etc and you know what that's crap and that's from my side too it's crap and yeah busy it's a message saying hi you're not you're never too busy just to say hi right so i know it's crap i know i say it i know other people say i'm too busy but you know realistically that it's crap but i'm i'm very good at just like saying like just saying yeah cool hey how you doing and next thing you know we're going to be um, grabbing a coffee next week just to catch up and see where things are and and i'm cool with that like i said there's no animosity between us between me and anybody like that i just don't chase so so yes i don't chase and let it go but i leave the door open and and can rekindle friendship quite quickly with it i don't I, i'm not one of these people which says uh, well look i haven't spoken to you for four years what do you want that's not me that's that's a hundred percent not me i i even people which and you guys would know of of an instance where this has happened where you know there's been a bit of bitterness between somebody and myself and and i'm just like yeah okay hi back welcome back and how you doing and and yeah i i like i i like i don't know if i don't think it's a right thing or wrong thing what you do but yeah i don't chase but i do um I do welcome it if it comes and then if it goes again um it goes you know i mean i i also i even but i do get sucked into things i had somebody who messaged me that day which said oh how you going jay i remember me from school i'm like yeah how you doing you know what up to etc and then like five messages into it um they mentioned that i've got a pc shop and that they they wanted to get a new pc (laughs) Uh. so you know how that you know how that happens Stooge you might you might experience that with cars maybe I think maybe occasionally yes yes yeah so if you've got a particular like obviously with me with the IT stuff um, I've experienced it and I know people which cars have that thing as well if you've got that thing where you're saying hey look I haven't spoken to you for a while Stooge yeah what have you been up to yeah I got a Land Cruiser myself actually actually got a bit of a problem in the front end you know um yeah does that happen oh no i'm so like i no i want to know what you do because i this is what i do i'm like i'm like okay that's cool and i help them out i don't know what do you do do you play along or not it's so it uh, i don't i don't really have like old friends come up and go hey you're in the cars can you help with this it's more so just more from for me it's more so people i meet like new i guess new friends and then they ask and like i'll yeah i i separate myself a lot like i'll like if they're like good friends or they're close or whatnot then like yeah i'm here to help you bang bang but if it's if it's someone that i'd really like if if i wouldn't invite them to the pub for a beer i don't help much like i'll give them a little bit of advice and then you know send them away sort of thing but if I like, if I will go, yep, yeah, we come down for a beer, you know, that's the people who I help. I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty selective with that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, I try, I try to, yeah, keep, yeah. I, I work on my own shit enough. I, I don't want to have to work on. Yeah. 
other people's shit too often. Nucky, you had that um, experience? Does and how do you deal with that? I haven't really like I've had um experience where people have asked for some advice or just like guidance, especially with because you know, previous management experience for employment, but I'll usually just be like, hey, like the only advice I can give you is like go down these avenues, otherwise um I you know, sort of in a lot of ways, I'm like you sort of on your own because everything's different. And I guess I don't, I don't have those, those niche qualities like a super into cars or anything like that. And I think the closest thing I've had is IT advice, and I usually will be like, "Look, I'm, I'm not going to touch your thing because I don't want to break it. I'm not, a, I'm not a technician, so uh, take it to someone that's a professional." Yeah, but. I don't know, like, it's not something I go through too often, so I'm very lucky. Yeah. I have to turn people away. I don't, people are surprised. I, I have tens of thousands of acquaintances. Well, I don't call them acquaintances. I call them friends, right? But, you know, I, there's a difference, I suppose, in levels of friendship, etc. right? So, um, you know, uh, I, I have just a very small handful of people um, around me. In terms of like things like, for example, um, if I got sick and needed a hand, I'd have a very, very, very tiny group of people who would actually ring me and say, hey, how are you going? So I'm happy with that situation. I know some people I know love to have lots of people which are friends and have lots of conversations. And that's just not a person I am. Um, and I don't really have friends at work. I have people I'm friendly with. There's a couple of people in particular I get on really well with and we're very friendly, but, you know, I don't even know where they live, you know, so I I can't really, I don't know if you can call someone a friend if you don't even know where they live. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know if you agree Definitely or not. can. You know, uh, I can call them friendly. I'm friendly towards them, but I, I don't know things about them. Um, but I, I've kind of got a general rule and, for myself and that is just to just to keep friends fairly close and tight knit and and be those people that you know that you can rely on if you need to rely on and that's and more importantly my family could rely on them I, I i kind of have a rule like that in terms of my friends in that i'd hope that they'll be able to you know if something went wrong or something happened that they could you know jump in and help out where it needed to so that's how I probably look at it, and but then I've got lots of people which I'm very friendly with, and and I've got, you know, if I look at you know if all my social medias etc., I've got tens of thousands of people there, and and but most of them wouldn't think of me once every six months, you know, it, and that's yeah. So I don't know if you you guys have you know lots or not. I don't know if if you prefer that. I'd right look I. I'd rather a small group. Small I think group. less friends, less drama, less shit to go wrong. Yeah. And um, and I and I suppose I'll I'll dip into my my sort of chat about this, which not covered pretty good, and I suppose we all covered pretty good. But I guess what I say is I, um, for me it's more so just I kind of moved along through life and picked up friends that you know, usually just followed my interests. Yeah. Um, just because it's just easier. Yeah. Um, I do I do have some friends that are obviously outside of my immediate interests. Yeah. Um, which I still con contact with. But I think being a being a bloke, I think it's easier to 
to like not talk to someone for years and yeah. then it spark right back yeah. up. I, th- you, I think that's easier that, as a bloke than it is a, like, a, like a, as a, than a female. That's a great point. I, I, I see that. I observe that, that um, <laughs> it's guys, guys will not talk throughout the whole school holidays and uh, hey, hey, how's holidays? Yeah, good. Yours? Yeah, good. Awesome. Hey, bestie. That's guys. Girls. Yeah, yeah, like it's like I've had are, many occasions where it's like we've gone years, years yeah. and years without speaking, and then you know end up catching up or you know something reminded you or just anything and goes, yeah. hey, we catch up a beer. I'm like, yeah, all right, sweet. And it was like, and then yesterday. next minute, like we're hanging back out with each other again, yeah. you know, weekends at a time and shit like that. And it's, I think, I think, I just think chicks don't <laughs> quite. I don't think they can do that as well as we can. Uh, I can tell you from my experience of observing it, it's like um, seriously. Like I haven't heard from him in three days. I sent her a message and she didn't reply. She's dead to me. Like, well, and that's where relationships. I don't want to take this as far as relationships go, but I do talk to girls about this quite a bit in terms of relationships. They'll say, "I messaged him an hour ago and he hasn't replied," and I'm like, "Because he's a male." I think I think your I think your scenario is probably a little different because you mainly see younger. Yeah, school people, so they yeah. age different, but it is still similar-ish. I think as you grow up, but not as bad. But yeah, I think I don't know. Yeah, sure. I, I I tend to agree with that. Like it's the teenagers find it a lot harder, but when it comes to like adults, I I think without you know sounding awful, I think females need that a uh, little bit more consistency where males. Genuinely can be like, hey, I haven't spoken in six months. I want to catch up for a beer. And then it's just like you saw him yesterday. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. And you yeah. might catch up with them another two times. They're not seeing him for a year. And then but that's like, I've got a mate that I do that with for my previous job. But that's like, like just a lot of relationships, right? You know, knock, you'll have that. Studio, I've had that. I've got that. Hey, what do you want for dinner? Whatever. You know what I mean? Where it's often, often it's like it's my wife. I'll be like, "Well, what do you want? Do you want this, this, or this?" And I'm like, "I don't care." You know what I mean? And that's how oh, we. No, are. you pick. <laughs> you know, I don't. I never pick. I never pick. I don't really. Care. She always knows what I want, so she'll just choose anything. And she know. She knows I'm happy with it. So, but it, to me, I'm. Yeah, I'm okay with it. So I, I think that's it. We're friends too. I think. I think a lot of guys can just pick up a relationship after six months, and it's like yesterday. You know, oh, hundred percent. I've yeah. done it several times. Yeah, with people I haven't spoke to in like many years, and it just you, you catch up instantly. And then I think half it's because you end up doing, especially blokes, we just do dumb shit in school or just yeah. after school, or you know, it's we've always got heaps of memories, and it's so easy to catch up on and then move forward and into other chat. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's just so easy. Where I think, yeah, yeah. I think also, but when guys break up, I'm going to use the word break up. We, yeah. it's either a fist fight or we don't actually break up. No, so I think I think blokes, we could punch on and then have it be we could an hour later. Yeah, we we like I, like there's very little people I hate in life. Yeah, me too. Um. Probably, I mean, probably no one, I suppose. But I have have punched on with people before and then had beers with them later. So, I mean, it's... Yeah. Has happened. And then we still talk years later. So, I mean... Yeah. 
Bloke's weird. So I guess I guess from from the perspective of of the question about friendships moving on, and that um, to those which do listen, I know there's a fair of young younger of you guys who do it, um, and you're just like. I know your recesses and lunches and your morning and your afternoons, your holidays, your weekends, etc. You have that connection with people. And I know sometimes when school comes to an end, there's that whole what's going to happen now, etc. I'm just going to tell you, it just, it just, it gets better. It just gets better in that regard. You'll, you'll gel I with think- people. I think Stu knocked on the head where, where he talked about his scenario of people which had common interests to what he had. He just picked up along the way. And and if you're going to uni or you're getting a job or you're getting into cars or you're getting into going to the beach or going fishing, you start to just drift away from people which had the same thing in common, which was your school and your subjects. And can, I, can I step in life, here and sure say, say it? Yeah. So basically you're, you're following interests which make you happy and then people who have similar interests also make you happy. So you just yeah. all you're doing is basically it sounds – rough i suppose i'll put it is but you're basically filtering out people who won't make you happy as happy as other people out in the world so well you might lose some what you thought was good people at the time in almost all scenarios you're moving forward yeah and but it's the same as school You're, you're friends with those people at school because they do your classes with you yeah, they do your classes, interest, and then right? they might have similar interests, they, and you might keep them you afterwards. Yeah, but, at school you do. Yeah, um, or in some cases, you know, you got similar music taste because you just you see them or you're similar. That's why people say, oh, you know, they'll say, oh, they're the they're the emo kids, and they all look the same. They're not they're not emo kids and looking the same because they all decide to look the same. They they've got similar interests in music and and fashion, etc., and they decided that because they're just like a people which into motorbikes will all be the same or people which are you know the SJs or wearing the TNs it's because they like wearing the no let's not do SJs but the uh, there's it's still just that interesting and that just grows with you as your life gets more evolved into things and and yeah. changes into what you like um, and what you enjoy and what you're involved in and and I could I can actually add that as far as my streaming has happened, you know, we have all met people here in streaming, including, um, you know, in particular one of our favorite, favorite Tasmanians who we've met, who we met through streaming, just from a common interest of streaming, who I'm very happy to call a friend. And, yeah, very happy. And, you know, a year or so ago, we had no idea who that person was. And similar interests started to grow, you know, joined the stream, started chatting into a game that was a common interest and then had common interest with you, Stooge, in terms of forward driving and that sort of stuff. And then that became thing, you know, and that's exactly what happened. And, you know, we, we've only met them really twice in real life now, I think. Yeah, about that. And, the, you know, the, it's just... No, the, I think three. Three, is it? I think three because he flew up once, then moved... And then come back down. I did too. Think yeah, three. the move as three. well. Yeah, so um, yeah, so it just happens with life, and and so so my message there is that your friends, if you're if you're seventeen, eighteen, or nineteen years old, your your friends in life that are going to be with you in twenty years, they're gonna they they could be from anywhere in your interests, or whatever you've picked up in the next twenty years, whatever 
thing you're doing or whatever you're up to in your life they'll most likely be tag-alongs from that or you're you're, you're the inheritor from that you know you join a forward drive club it'll be somebody from that join a fishing club it'll be <laughs> somebody from that you know um start boating with people start to get to you meet people just in the most weirdest way school's so artificial you know put you in a room and there's your friend sitting next to you Whereas you could just go fishing down the break ward and you go down every Saturday night and then you realize the guys next to you are also the same guys having a fish and then you have a bit of a chat and, you know, six months later you're doing stuff together, you know what I mean? And, you know, look look at us. We've got a big cruise happening next year from Stream just from a group of people coming together. You know, it just happens, right? So Actually, I've got a a great scenario of that exact thing. Basically, it was I've got a Land Cruiser. Uh, I was in I was in Nobby's car park with another friend of mine, just you know meet up with him having a chat, having a catch up. Someone someone comes in through the car park. Oh look, at the same car. He pulls over. We start chatting, you know. End up we go on full driving heaps. We we did spent three weeks in the Victorian high country with him. Yeah. All all because we had the same interest, which is a car. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's one of my best friends today. Yeah, and, and if you want to meet those those friends and those people and I want to get out of your car, I'm not saying you need it either, by the way. You don't need to have people. It's it's your choice. You're all right. So, But if you're feeling like you want to do that, yeah, often joining those clubs or getting out and doing those things and then having a conversation, um, future friends for life possibly there, you know, like what Sue just yeah. said. It's just, you know. Um, it's just, usually the people you don't expect to meet. Yeah, it's school's very planned. Like we kind schools kind of, kind of choose your friends for you in a way by boxing you into areas and, and therefore you you choose within that box area. So that that's how that often happens. But when you get out there in the in the big world, um, those those walls are taken down and. You get to venture out and and look at what suits you as a friend and, and interest group. So, you'll be fine. You'll be absolutely fine. You'll actually do better. You will, because the the rains are off, the walls are down, the ceilings off. It's all open, and so mm. you can make your own choices, etc. So, um, yeah. For those a couple of people have asked me about that. How you know? Don't worry about it. If your friends go off the uni and you don't. Don't worry about it. You will find people in your area and doing what they want to do. And you can still be friends with those people at uni. It's other interests which keep you together. Just just because you're not going and they are, you're still it's not it doesn't it's not about where you study, about being your friends. It's the other things that keep you interested in. You know? So yeah. you, you don't cut the ties because of that. You know, uh it's not about who's going to uni and who's not or who's who's an apprentice and who's not or who's working at Maccas and who's not. It's about how you choose to keep the ties and the interests. So usually the interests need to be more than one thing so to keep it a strong friendship. So, you know, you see what those interests are and, um, yeah, it's all good. And I mean, it's still why I play WoW to this day. It's yeah, the people. exactly. It's a great, a great example for me. For those who don't know, I give him a hassle at the time that knocks the only person in the world who actually plays well, but then he tells me that he's got a whole guild there. And that guild is, he op- openly says all the time, he doesn't play it for the game itself anymore. He plays it because of the friends, the hanging out and having spending time with them and it's kind of a timetable time in which they go and do stuff together. And it's absolutely brilliant, which is which is awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And this community that you've built is a great example of people coming together with common interests as well. Like this is what's yeah. brought a lot of people together. And it's been, what, three years going now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. And And I'm just looking up now. I don't don't know if you guys can see, but I'm looking at the the sweaty giga chat. And, you know, there's four people there which are um, um, in there at the moment which which don't really know, or two of them knew each other, but the other two two don't know it, didn't know each other very well. And they're up there playing games together, which is just great on Tuesday night, just, you know, interest. They're just interested. They met each other, and they're interested enough to come on and do some stuff. So, that, which is absolutely fantastic. Well, I mean, I didn't speak to you guys for eight years. Yeah, yeah, like, it was I, ages, wasn't it? Yeah, that I re like re spoke to you guys and caught up. So it's a, it's another yet again a really good example of how it didn't matter how much time had passed. No. Like, wasn't like we we all caught up and got to like got to know each other's lives again and yep. you know got into it. And yeah. Now we're doing this podcast where we just spit shit. Yeah. Fantastic. No, we tell the truth and we give interesting yeah, we facts. Truth, sorry, we solve all the problems. Yeah, well, yeah, we yeah do, exactly. We do. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Stoogie. Thank you, Nock, for your advice tonight. I think I really appreciate it. And um, it's good to be back on the end of the mic having a chat with some things. We have got some things planned for the future, guys. Um, as I've said, there's no real information on it yet, but we are looking at possibly changing a bit of a format thing etc just to make things a little bit more i suppose interesting etc but keep your information keep the comments coming as far as talking to me and asking me to do topics one of those questions tonight was um a topic um like i said was was mentioned by some people so please keep them in keep following it um we're just doing this because we enjoy it and some people like it so and we do appreciate having you guys follow and listen to music uh listen to what we have to say in this podcast etc actually just makes us keep on wanting to do it even if it's only like one person it's not there's a fair there's a fair few of you out there now listening which is great but you know we just like to share this stuff and it's good and we're getting better at it and we're trying to get better at it and and get on top of it so thank you everybody thank you stooge no worries thank you thanks knock always a pleasure thank you everybody um thank you for everybody listening and we'll see you again next week good night bye take care